0: You're a 415er, 415, 4-1-5. You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415ers, hosted by Evan Giddings and Mark Grandy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 4-1-5-ers podcast. Evan Giddings, Mark Grandy, Odyssey Sports Podcast Network, 957 the game as always. Mark, how are you doing this week? Uh, I'm doing all right, Evan. I guess a little bit better than uh,
1: Brock Purdy's uh, inflamed elbow. Uh, We'll we'll get into it, of course, but I'm doing all right. You know, uh, can't complain in the the middle of February. I know you're uh, overcoming a bit of a sickness, so I imagine you could be doing a little bit better, but you're also getting, getting to the end of it. So how are you?
0: Yeah, I'm doing a lot better than I was in our previous episode, able to power through um but feeling feeling good able to get back in the work office tomorrow so looking forward to that and looking forward to getting another episode in because we actually do have some news of relevancy to talk about and of course this was the date that was stapled february 22nd we are recording this on said date and of course you'll be hearing it on uh thursday morning but obviously this was the day surgery was supposed to happen And it will not be happening on February 22nd because according to Tom Palacero, uh, Purdy visited with Dr. Keith Meister, who is the surgeon set to perform the surgery, recommended delaying Purdy's surgery until March, early March, uh, is when the follow up is going to be. We actually don't know if the the surgery is scheduled then or not, Um, but because of ongoing inflammation in his elbow and his UCL, they decided it was the best course of action to push the surgery back And so Mark, we're going to have to play the waiting game at this point, but there are some ramifications of that, um, that I heard your show Damon and Ratto, with Alan filling in for Damon talking about today. And of course, that's what everyone's talking about here here in the Bay area. Again, the quarterback situation for the 49ers.
1: Yeah. I mean, the first thing is, okay, what does this mean for his status for a potential week one game? And let's just play the timeline out here for a little bit. So Tom Pelicero, NFL Network, as you've said, had this report on Tuesday evening. We're now recording this Wednesday evening. Uh, you're listening to it, as you said, probably Thursday. Uh, and he reported because of ongoing inflammation, they're not going to have the surgery this week. They will wait until early March. Let's just say, throw out a random day, March 5th. Let's say Brock Purdy gets the surgery March 5th, Evan. And let's assume that there's no surprises once he actually, you know, goes under the knife once they actually dig into his elbow and try to repair it. He doesn't need Tommy John. It's just a normal repair, not reconstruction. And I should add, by the way, that this news, the inflammation, doesn't suggest that Tommy John is more likely or anything. It doesn't mean that at all. So we're still relatively in the dark about the Tommy John side of things, Evan. As far as I understand it, it's very unlikely that, but you won't know one way or the other until you actually go in and have the surgery itself. But let's just say it happens March 5th. It's not Tommy John. It's the three-month recovery until he can start throwing. And of course, it'll start very light, and then he can ramp up. And then six months from the date of the surgery is when generally he's cleared, ready for game action, and can participate You know, in practices without any limitations. So let's play that timeline out. A March 5th surgery, six months from March 5th, is September 5th. Evan, the first game of the 2023 NFL regular season is September 7th. That's that Thursday night game that the Chiefs will be hosting whoever uh, and getting their rings, you know, and, and hoisting the banner. That's that game. So you're talking about if the... The, the timeline and the recovery is exactly as the doctors generally say. You're talking about Trey Lance, you know, getting the, the full go. They're ready to play two days before the NFL's regular season begins. Now, it's not, it's not the Niners' first game. They'll have a few more days, of course, until Sunday. Potentially, they they play on Monday night, whatever it is. They're not going to be playing on a Thursday night. Um, so they'll have a few more days. But still, it it just kind of further pushes into view the fact that brock Purdy may not be ready for week one now there's a very real possibility that that he beats this rehab and he's back earlier than expected earlier than the general timeline is but as as good of a chance as there is of that Maybe the same could the opposite could be true. It could take him a little bit longer. Maybe he doesn't get the surgery March 5th. Maybe there's still a little bit of inflammation. Maybe the surgery is pushed back to March 12th and it's a whole week later. That we don't really know right now, Evan, but with every passing day and with every piece of news like this, Evan, it becomes more and more likely that Brock Purdy might not be ready for week one. And that is a problem. Trey Lance is there and he should be good to go and ready to play if needed. But this is not good news for the 49ers. It's not the end of the world for Brock Purdy. It does not mean Tommy John is needed. But there is no hiding. This is a big deal, and it's bad news for the 49ers.
0: Yeah, much like Brock Purdy's UCL, and I apologize for using using this as a joke, but I am partially torn on this. So here is here is how I feel about it. There, there, we don't have much precedent for this also when it comes to quarterbacks. And really, there's only two case studies that we have to base this off of, one being Jake DeLome, the other being Nick Mullins, who 49ers fans are unfortunately very familiar with. So with Jake DeLome, his UCL repair took him roughly seven months to return. And he, by all accounts, was great. The season after, I think it was 2007 and then 2008, he came back. The Panthers were 12 and four that year, although he injured it in October of the previous year. So he had an entire offseason to recover and ramp up. Now, the, the report is that, of course, it's three months without throwing, according to this internal brace surgery. Yeah. That That is kind of the clarification that Dr. Keith Meister gave is that, it points all towards getting an internal brace. And that's where Nick Mullins comes in because Jalome did not have the internal brace surgery. Nick Mullins did. And Mullins was able to return in a five-month timeline. So Pellicero, along with other reports from, I saw Mike Garofalo on NFL Network, a lot of the reports are pointing towards this not necessarily affecting the timeline a whole lot. But where I'm with you, Mark, is that Pressing up against week one of the regular season is a significant deal. And if you are not necessarily confident that Brock Purdy is going to be 100%, well, do you feel comfortable compromising his elbow further should you thrust him into action and it's not 100%? Um, I mean, it's going to be 100% healed, but how does he look? Is he going to be, uh, I don't know, favoring you know short passes, not be able to... Uh, use his arm the way we saw him last year when he was at his best. So that that's something that Kyle Shanahan is going to have to obviously weigh. And then the second part of this, which we'll, we'll get into in a few minutes, is, of course, Trey Lance and what his future is going to be for this season and potentially extended to San Francisco. When I heard the news, I was obviously not pleased. I don't want to say that I was shocked, though, because
1: Mm-mm.
0: just coming from – I guess more of a baseball background, Mark, when I hear UCL, I hear trouble. And so when I hear there being some sort of setback and inflammation, I don't necessarily think that that's all that crazy because if there is still inflammation, honestly, less than a month after the injury, that to me is not something that's uncommon in elbows. Now, if, if I don't think it means that it's going to lead towards Tommy, John, but, the fact that Brock Purdy is going to have to wait until the beginning of March or possibly mid-March to get his surgery, I don't think should push fear into people as far as the timeline is concerned, to me, the timeline was always going to be the same. Brock Purdy is going to be up against it when week one starts of the NFL season in 2023 with his injury. And if the 49ers are comfortable with his ramp up period, that three month period between, you know, when he gets the surgery and when he's allowed to start throwing and when he gets going to the beginning of the regular season, if they're comfortable with that, then I am as well. And so I, I I don't want to say it, it, it doesn't, not change anything mark but to me when i i feel like brock purdy and that ucl injury the brace surgery that he's going to get to me it it makes things a little more complicated but it doesn't move the needle all that much from where my concern level from the original injury was to now
1: yeah i i think i disagree with you just a little bit and this is simply just just difference of opinion because it's it's purely i mean it's purely speculative at this point we don't know how Brock Purdy is going to respond to the the surgery itself. Uh, I'm kind of more of the mind, uh, I don't know, expect the unexpected when it comes to the 49ers quarterback position, and I'm not going to assume things are going to go well. I do think an important thing to note here is, you know, Brock Purdy and and Dr. Keith Meister and and Purdy's entire team and, and even the 49ers going up into this situation with the inflamed elbow, you know, he went in on Tuesday to get it looked at, kind of prepped for the surgery on Wednesday. And this is, of course, when the report came out that his his elbow is still a little too inflamed to undergo surgery. You are faced with that scenario, that situation. Undoubtedly, the right thing to do, I think this is what you're getting at as well. Undoubtedly, the right thing to do is to not Push through and, and take a chance with surgery. The Niners and Purdy and Dr. Keith Meister and everyone are doing the right thing by delaying this, because if you do try to have surgery while the elbow is, is still a little bit inflamed, you increase the risk of infection, some stiffness after the fact, potential nerve issues. So while it it does push back potentially the timeline a little bit, maybe there is a little bit of leeway. You mentioned Nick Mullins and and his five-month recovery, and this would be that same procedure. Maybe it affects the timeline just a little bit. Maybe we differ on on how big of a deal that is, Evan. But undoubtedly, you're faced with this situation. They're doing the right thing. So I, I think there's a little bit of confusion around well why not you know just go out and and do it anyway like you you're the timeline is the biggest issue here no the biggest issue is the elbow and and making sure that you repair it or if you happen to need it knock on wood reconstruct it well and and the other side of this evan is generally speaking pushing the timeline another week or two isn't the end of the world because if it is just the repair in the sixth month, you know, the five months it took Nick Mullins. Okay, maybe at the worst, he misses a game, maybe two games. It's up in the year, but it's not like, you know, delaying the surgery for another couple of weeks, even for a month is going to cost him a whole season. The other, of course, outcome is if he needs Tommy John. And well, guess what? Even if he needs Tommy John and he got that surgery a month ago, he's still missing all of next season. So the, the two outcomes of the potential surgery are, uh, he'll play a majority of the season or he'll miss the entire season. So really pushing the surgery back another week or two isn't going to cost Purdy more than a game or two max. So I do understand that side of it as well, but you cannot disguise this news for anything but unfortunate news. It's not a disaster. It's not the end of the world, but it's certainly not the news the Niners were hoping for.
0: No, it's not ideal, but like you said, many things aren't. So I, I like, uh, to me, it it doesn't really change. Once, once that injury happened in the NFC Championship game, the 49ers quarterback room becomes instantly changed. And, and to me, the hierarchy of that quarterback room is the same. I mean, so Trey Lance is going to have first serve and Brock Purdy. If you believe that he is the guy, then whenever he is ready, he will step back in as starter I don't believe that's necessarily the case, and we can get into why in just a little bit. But however you personally, a listener, Mark Grandy, Evan Giddings, whoever's listening to this podcast, has organized their quarterback depth chart. <laughs> it is still the same right now as it was when we found out that he was going to get his surgery on the 22nd, and now when, he, when we find out he's going to get his surgery in probably early to mid-March. And that That's the way I look at it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get it. So... The, the moment that he tears his UCL in the NFC championship game, or the minute we found out that it was a torn UCL, the reality is, okay, it's going to be a tough off season for Brock Purdy and he's going to get back without much time to get ready for the regular season. That's essentially the given. Now maybe that window just decreases a little bit with every passing day that the surgery doesn't happen, but I'm with you. Um, it's not as if, you know, Brock Purdy getting the surgery, say he got the surgery, a week after the NFC title game, and he's already been, you know, healing and recovering for close to a month, uh, you know, a handful of weeks now it's, it's we're, the Niners still would have been in the situation of, well, is he going to be ready for all the training camp? Is he going to have enough time to get, to get fully ready? So I do understand what you're saying. They were in the situation from the moment that the injury happened. Um, but uh, you know the, the the margin for error is decreasing just slightly now maybe the Niners are happy with Trey Lance and, and we can certainly dive into that but I think there is also something to the fact that this is still a young quarterback in Brock Purdy who's going to have an entirely irregular uh, offseason and who could probably really benefit from taking the first team reps all offseason as you know, the first year full-time starting quarterback. So it's, it's going to be a rough off season for Brock Purdy, not the one he was envisioning, you know, as he entered the NFC championship game. Uh, but this news isn't something that, you know, delivers a, you know, that delivers the death blow to his coming sophomore season. Uh, that was more so that the UCL tear, not, not that it was a death blow, but that was of course the bigger thing, as opposed to a, a surgery delayed by another two weeks.